build a community around your brand that you see for yourself somebody can think my graphics are good but are you good for the brand you can't say exactly. you work with royalty made it if you don't align with the brand you have to get clear on making sure that everything is in alignment with each other a part of my brand i want to be a brand that's high integrity so i'm gonna be in them comments responding if i do get them also i want my brand to be seen as a clean brand when you go to my website it's not going to be choppy looking it's not going to be slow the colors aren't going to be everywhere i'm not going to have blue green orange and purple have some type of unity little stuff like that that just shows that you took the extra step in making sure that your stuff your art is perceived as a high brand what are you not doing and think about okay what do i need to do in order to start being perceived this way your competition shouldn't be the person like next to you your competition i'm trying to be as big as gucci bigger than gucci my competition is gucci Hey, what's good, y'all? Welcome to the Growing Pains Podcast, where we talk about business in the life of a young adult. You feel me? I'm Travion. I'm Yanni. Hey, y'all. I'm Jada. Can we do like some horns? They go like, This is not drink champs, I'm sorry. Add some life to the episode, you know. I think that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways so how's life that's so organic no nah, life is cool though yeah like exactly life, life i can't ask cool. how's life life like, is cool life is you feeling good you feeling blessed yeah i, I feel like i was tested today though because i started <gasps> off having a bad day yeah when i come around y'all and zell and stuff like that it'd be like that's yeah. real. I, I feel that. like the devil been trying me, and then just be no, like, mm, I don't care. No, for real. Like, I, I <laughs> yeah, you be, I'm not gonna lie. You've been. She been. Oh, I didn't even tell you this girl. Uh, did I tell you? I think I did. This girl just like this a uh, little Caucasian child. She just child. Hit, she just hit my car the other day, and um, I told you that. I think so. I don't know, but as she hit my car the other day. And I was just so chill, and there was a black lady outside when it happened. And she's just going off on this little white girl. I could tell she was 16, but then she gave me her license. I was like, yeah, she's 16. And she's going off talking about, that B ain't innocent. Da -da -da -da. Really? You need to call the police on her. Da -da -da. She tried to act all innocent. And I'm just so chill, like, it's cool. <laughs> like, bruh. Well, so what happened? She was backing up. Backing I was up inside. She hit my car while oh. I was parked. And it's like, bruh, I remember when I was 16, I got in my first accident. He was running in grand through grandma, so. I was not 16 when that happened, so. But this Ooh, white man was, like, outside <laughs> yelling at me because I hit his car, and I was so scared. And this girl, her hands, is she's shaking, bruh. And I'm like, mm. she's not even probably shaking because she hit my car. She's probably shaking because this black lady just yelling yeah. at her. Like, I'm like, bruh. So you just let her off with a pass? Well, no, so her mom was like, I'll just send you the money. The The area where my seamstress studio is in, it's like, it's the area that has money. But she was just like, I'll send you the money. Like, just let me know. Like, uh, text me how much it is. Mm -hmm. and, but she said, you can still have all the information if you want to do a police report. Yeah. That way you can have something. So they gave me everything I needed. But we're letting you know, like, we'll just pay for it all. And so I was like, 
cool. At least you getting paid. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just been so much things like happening, like my patterns for my dryo jeans. Um, those got like stolen slash lost. Stolen? Well Oh, like the like the literal like pattern. the patterns meaning like okay, if I was a chef, a pattern is like equal to a recipe. So you use mm. the same recipe to keep making the same meal over and Somebody over. Somebody stole it online? But no, like the actual physical it's oh. like like you it's like little cutouts. And so, so uh, they got like stolen, but it was my fault. Not paying attention. But Damn. Um, that happened, the original Jio jeans and like that blue corset top that I have, like the big one. That got lost in the mail. And my response to everything has just been like, well, like with the patterns, I was like, I made them once. I can make them again. Mm -hmm. When the stuff got lost in the mail, I was like, I made it once. I can make it again. again. Like when the stuff happened with my car, I was like, oh, well, now my car is getting fixed. Like someone had did a hit and run on me and hurt the girl. The 16 year old hit in my car had made it worse. But I was like, oh, well, now my stuff is getting fixed. Like. I just have been looking at everything with the most positive view, bruh. And so it's just like, bruh, it just showed me life is going to life. Things are going to happen. But it literally just depends, like, how you view it. And I was talking to someone, and they were like, you know, how you're responding to everything is literally planting seeds. Like, she was like, because you're responding to everything with such a positive response right now that – in whatever a couple months from now you're gonna reap the fruit of that because you stayed in that positive place the whole time even today this morning it, i felt like this depression wanted to come over mm. me as soon as i opened my eyes and i literally will sometimes wake up depressed like before as soon as i felt it it immediately like i felt a sense of depression i immediately woke up like snapped out of like my half sleep and I just started praying over. I said, oh, no, that's not allowed here. Mm-hmm. Like, literally anything that's trying to come my way to, like, throw me off, I just literally release it, pray over it, all of that. And it's just like, this is so cool. That's yeah. good because I look at it like you walking in your authority. Yeah. Like, although all of this is happening, the pressure comes on you. No, you're not welcome here. Get out. Exactly. Uh, something happens. Okay, I'm walking in my authority. I know that my father going to pay this. I know my father got my back. He's going to mm-hmm. fix my car. I'm not tripping about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Yeah, it's like you won't break myself. Now I'm not gonna lie, I was tested today by a few people and it almost it almost shifted my mood, but then I had to realize that these spinny chairs make me my ADHD. No, because I'm moving. over here. <laughs> it's like stay still. Real quick, real quick. If you're not subscribed to the channel, what are you doing? Tap in. Tap in, twin. Take a five-second break and go subscribe. Exactly. We got so much on our channel, y'all. We got vlogs. We got challenges. We got silent library. We got everything. So what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Go subscribe right what now. What are you doing? <laughs> go, go subscribe. Stand go stand on business. Stand exactly. on business. Yeah. Let's get back into the episode. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I almost got tested, tested. today because, you know... Certain people, you just got to start to let them know how to treat you and not speak to you mm, any kind yeah. of way or different things like that. And I'm not a confrontational person, but when you keep repeating the same pattern and stuff, and it's, I start to like feel like I'm tolerated and not appreciated, then that's when the line gets drawn for me. Mm-hmm. So now I have to speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I had a tough conversation with somebody 
and I almost let it um, shift my day. But then I had remembered this episode that I had watched um, on E.T.'s podcast or not at his podcast. He was like speaking or something. Yeah. And he was saying to stay in character no matter what it is. Don't allow people to get you out of your character or, you know, pull emotions out of you that you don't need. If you have a habit, a lack of discipline by not staying in character. Now, mm-hmm. whatever it is that's controlling you, that's you're the like puppet of that yeah. innocence mm, yeah and so i had to realize like bro i'm not about to let somebody determine how the whole day goes for me mm. um and i just had to take a moment breathe listen to some music i wanted to curse them out but it's just like what happened i'd rather not speak about it but <laughs> i think yeah. you should speak about it i think i shouldn't I'm playing. <laughs> yeah so um yeah that was what happened it was just a conversation. <laughs> that was funny. He took my nod. He shit it. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just a conversation. And I just had to realize that, you know, whether or not seasons change. And so whether or not somebody from a past season, whether the relationship looks different within the new season that you're walking into, you still have to be who you are. You still have to be confident in the direction that you're being led in. And so, That's real. yeah, now I'm just... Going with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. But I know I'm going to be good regardless. I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. And so it's not really nothing that's going to change that direction for me. That's yes. good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I would say, like for me. Um, you was about to move on without thinking no? about her life? Right. Do you not care? She don't care. She don't care. Okay. She said, all right, so. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, life for me, I've been getting way more focused. That's good. I feel like I'm coming out of a season of me being inconsistent. Of course, it's still, um, mm-hmm. it's always going to be a work in progress, right? But I find myself being even more intentional now. The way I manage my time, the way I spend my money, the way what I'm doing throughout the day. Is my focus everywhere or am I specifically getting things done? Yeah. Even me writing throughout my planner before the week starts, being intentional getting that stuff done, being intentional on how I start my Mondays because now I'm really realizing the way I start my Mondays is the way the rest of my week is going to go. If I have a bad or, uh, or unproductive Monday, that's it for that week. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I, that's just something I noticed about myself. Yeah. So I find myself being more focused in this season and I'm so thankful for it because even some things I would worry about, like, I would say even two months ago, because I like I'm just now entering the season, but some stuff I would be consciously thinking about or worrying about or trying to do i find myself not even being worried about that no more because like that doesn't align with where i'm going so it don't i don't need to be thinking about that right now like i need to focus on where i'm going so yeah i find myself having more productive days you know getting back on track with like just life and really i would call it getting out of a slump really Mm. i find myself really getting out of slump because some things then happened some rocks then came my way but I'm thankful for it because I learned it. Now we just get better. For sure. Period. I could see it. I see you walking in here like a strong black woman with your cowgirl <laughs> bag and you was holding My little cowgirl bag. Your head held high. Yes. Strong cool. black woman. <laughs> right. I love that though. I'll take it though. Exactly. Strong black queen. But yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, so, so did you have a question for us? Uh-uh. You okay. had a story. Or that was just a story about. No. Well, I was going to ask a question, but I think. This is like 
a good interim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we could go into growing All right. topics. Well, okay. let's get into growing topics where we give advice to young adults growing through life. Yeah. Uh, Jada, is the topic. Jada got a topic, right? No. Question? Oh, Jada. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the topic is, y'all just seen the Super Bowl. Now, me personally, I don't watch sports. Only sports I watch is boxing. That's my favorite mm, sport. Okay. That's what I did for a couple years. So... We're not technically talking about who is playing though, the Chiefs and the 49ers. Yeah, so we're not talking about the Chiefs and the 49ers, but we're going to talk about this marketing and these sponsors and these brand deals that are pushing the products that they have through the influence of celebrities and different people like that. So as y'all know, the halftime show, Usher, he performed and he had Alicia Keys up there. Um, Beyonce, she had her own commercial. Ice Spice had her own commercial. So really the topic of discussion for the whole Super Bowl is when there's big moments like this and you have an opportunity to promote your product and your brand, how do you benefit from it all the way, 100%? percent mm. Repeat the question one more time. How do you benefit from marketing your brand in a full way? Like in a, how do you benefit from marketing your brand in a productive way? Something that you'll actually gain from it. Like for example, last year, Rihanna, she performed. She didn't drop no music after. She just had a playlist. This time, you got to post. <laughs> this time, Usher, when he performed, he had his tour dates ready. He um, did a few interviews. Okay. What else did he have going? Um, he performed on the Super Bowl. Yeah, he dropped his album after. Oh yeah, he dropped his album as well. So he had tour dates. He performed at the Super Bowl and he has um his album out. So like being strategic with how you do. Yeah. The big how do stuff? you handle like an influx of attention to your brand? Yeah, and although That's a good question. Rihanna didn't promote music she still had she uh, promoted a baby team. yeah no but she has savage <laughs> promoted a baby is why she did promote a baby but she also has savage fenty and she held it up and put it on her lips during mm. the show. i like that i would say so handling oh yeah that's a good question because even i'm thinking back when i would get an influx of like a video goes viral right mm -hmm. I okay, so i'll say specifically talking from an online point of view because yeah. i haven't really I would say I I feel more comfortable giving advice from that point of view because that's what I've experienced most. Mm -hmm. When attention being intentional, right? So when you get these views or you get an influx of people watching or a video goes viral or something, you get something happens in in real life, right? What do you want to come out of that? So for me, I have a clothing brand. So if a video is going viral, my intention is to let you know I have shirts. That's my intention. Mm -hmm. Trey, if a video goes viral for him, picture, you'd, you'd be editing your pictures. If a picture's yeah. going viral, his intention is going to be, I do graphics. Jada, her video's going viral. It's just not going viral because it's going viral. People are interested in her intention, which is her pants. So for me, it's I would do little stuff like putting it in the comments and pinning it or putting it at the end of the video, like um, yeah. link in bio. Um, and even some videos, I don't even have the intention of like marketing the shirts. Some videos, I really just only want you to know about God. Like I have no type mm -hmm. of intention about this. I'm literally just talking about God. Whatever you get from this, that's what I want. Yeah. But so with that, it'll be, you know, just I, those videos, I really don't be having an intention. Mm -hmm. I just do it to, to genuinely give. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the other videos, then you know I have a product. 
For sure. Yeah. And I agree. Some video, some posts that I make that I want people to share, they're not always to get clients. Yeah. Some of them are just to make you aware of the brand or know, oh, I'm working with this person. I'm also working with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and those videos, I mean, those um, points, I wouldn't say they don't have intention, but they just build brand awareness. Right, yeah. So that's how I take advantage of those moments and then as you said like with posting the pictures and stuff that's my new lane of posting pictures and that's really that's actually helped my brand having more of a structure rather mm-hmm. than just posting growing pains clips all the time on yeah. my page mm-hmm. so now people know oh he's gonna do a dope edit when he take these pictures mm-hmm. um and so how would i say to take advantage of the moment make sure your back end is done for real that's my only thing that i would say is to yeah. make sure your back end is done because the more money you make, mm-hmm. it's only going to increase how you manage your taxes, how you manage, you know, what is going in, what's going out, your net worth and your growth, you know. So you have to make sure that you have all of that documented before going on something as big as the Super Bowl or having to add mm, and stuff. That's real because it's like, OK, f- I would say for new brand owners, right, say their content goes viral, but they don't have a funnel on their website. People are going to your website, but you're not getting leads. You're not getting people into your, you know, email list. So, yeah, Um, I feel like from a business owner perspective, you do want to think, how am I going to turn all of this attention into money? Mm -hmm. And so how can I take all of these people who are seeing my brand now and actually get their information, capture their information and now I'm able to nurture them and then eventually sell to them. And so uh, I feel like you get there are like two types of moments that uh, I guess are common when it comes to viral moments or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like some, you know, they're about to happen and some they just they just happen randomly. Yeah. So with doing something for the Grammys, oh, I know this is about to happen. It's going to bring a lot of attention to my brand. How do I want to best take advantage of this moment? Uh, I have time to prepare. Do I want to sell similar designs that is going to be on the red carpet? Do I want to have some available on my website? Do I um, just want to capture the people who see this? Do I just want to capture Mm -hmm. their emails? Um, Or when you have like things that are unplanned. So like when my content for the jeans was like doing really well, now you have to be in the mode of acting quick. So I realized, Oh, I need to have a pop-up on my website for emails. Cause I think before you had to like scroll to see how to join the email list. So it's like, if I'm having a thousand people come to my website every day, I should have acted quicker. I didn't think until like the last like few days of that run, Oh, let me add a pop-up to my website. And so once I added the pop-up, I immediately got like 1,300 people on my email list from the pop-up. Now, imagine if I would have did that the first two weeks, you know? What about, um, sorry to cut you off. You what about like the email list? Like, is that making sales or is that just bringing people into? Yeah, it's made sales, but you it's also a strategy behind email. So mm-hmm. it's like, I say, if you're able to... uh collect a bunch of emails like organically that's great or like from all that viral attention that's great but then that still goes back to like moving quickly now you need to learn how do i effectively send emails that will turn these um 
email subscribers into actual dollars to convert them into actual sales. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I think that would be like my take on it is, um, yeah, if this is like a viral moment that you weren't prepared for, you definitely just want to act quickly and think, okay, well, I have all of these eyes on me. What should I be doing? What Mm -hmm. could I do that is going to keep them here? What can I do that's going to get them to want to follow along my journey? Like, not, oh, I posted a viral video. I'm not posting nothing else for two weeks. Like, okay, what can I be posting every day? Am I responding to comments? Like, like, with a video? Am I, you know, like, just literally thinking, what am I doing to add on to this? Quick question, like, to answer in a short and simple form. Um... You had that moment, your viral moment, mm-hmm. and then you also have your moments where, you know, like you have your clients, you post them, then people start loving like, oh, you did that for this person. Mm-hmm. Then they start talking about it. You get posted on Essence. So those are, would you consider those two quick moments? No, because I knew the stuff with. Uh, Erica. I knew something would come from that. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Then what about like. um? But the pants, that's like. Viral moments, or even if you think about Tamron Hall, I was gonna say like, what about Tamron Hall? Like, how do you move in those? That I, I didn't prepare for that. Um, well, so, I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to have a website up by them, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So um, all I had was like Instagram at that time, and I just collected followers and. With everyone that messaged me about, oh, I saw you on Tamra Hall, or they made a comment about, I saw you on Tamra Hall, I love the pants. Mm-hmm. I would just send them a DM saying, hey. I uh am I just created an email list or something along those lines. Um gotcha. I just created an email list or something along those lines mm-hmm. and you could join my email list through XYZ or whatever. So that way even though I didn't have a website, I'm still capturing the information of okay. those people. Okay. Got you. Yeah. So we got to make this a whole episode one day because yeah. this is where I can really talk on this for a long time. We actually, we did it a few times. Like, remember the thing about Ice Spice when she had like the. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so we always get into it when we talk about marketing. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. What were you about to say? No, I was going to say making a whole video, like explaining how to get an audience and what to do once you get the audience. I feel like that would be dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a good Wrong topics. Yeah, Let's wrong get topic. back into the episode. Yeah. Yes. So what's the topic for today? Yeah, the girl. art of perception. So what tips? Okay, well, let's talk about from a business point of view, right? Because I feel like it could be slightly different the way you are perceived in the, as a person mm-hmm. and the way your business is perceived, right? So what tips would y'all give to somebody who maybe just be starting a business and they're trying to figure out, okay, I want to be this luxury brand or I want to be a brand that you like, um, like, you know, for instance, I, I speak from a clothing brand point of view. Mm-hmm. So I like got is dope. That, that brand is everywhere. I wouldn't necessarily call that a luxury, the luxury brand because they don't have luxury prices, but you know, that's the way their brand is perceived. You see them everywhere. Luxury. When you see luxury brands, you can tell it's a luxury brand because of the way p- people wear it together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, people who's wearing it, um, uh, where what stores it's in what areas it's in so what tips would y'all give for a person that wants their business to be perceived a certain way sure perception is definitely everything and i'm starting to notice that now who is the brand that you said god is dope god is dope Mm -hmm. yeah so you're saying that they have 
luxury. Not them. They don't really have luxury. I would say they're they're more so like everyday wear. So you know, you want to throw on a shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the perception of it is luxury, is what you're saying. No. So I, who I is the it. brand that you? I didn't say. I didn't say a specific. I would say oh, okay. Gucci, for instance. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, perception is definitely everything, and I noticed that over time with my brand. So it started getting to a point where all of the big content creators that I work with, mm-hmm. the perception was, oh, you only work with big clients. And they people started to perceive that my prices were super high. And this was a while ago, so don't yeah. apply to now. <laughs> but people started to perceive that my prices were like extra high at the time. And yeah. this was before I knew, oh, you could charge more because of the perception of your brand. And so with that, I just realized marketing, all of that stuff, that's everything. And so your question was how to build yeah. that perception. Mm-hmm. The way I would say to build the perception is to first find somebody that you can work with and grow with at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what you taught me mm-hmm. to find. Don't try to aim for the biggest client mm-hmm. first because you want to make sure that you can make your mistakes and grow with that person over time. And then once you start to find out the ins and outs of your business, then you can move forward with knowing, OK, this is how I manage now. When you're given the experience, and this is not to make it seem like the client that you started off with, you just give them the bare minimum. You still got to give them that same energy, but y'all are able to grow together and understand each other, communicate throughout the process. And so with that, as you're growing and you're learning, now when you start to reach out to those successful people, they have successful friends. And now you can build that perception of Mm. this is who I work with. You can show that portfolio work and all of that stuff and continue to Build that brand and that perception of this is a high luxury brand. I work with high level clients. I work with clients that need this service and they're doing great things in their business. That's so true. the way that I would say is working on it from a lower scale and building your way up over time. Because I started off wrong. I started off with working with the biggest <laughs> names first, making all the mistakes with them and then started like working backwards Mm, so i would definitely say like work your way up i agree hey y'all what's up i know you're enjoying the episode but real quick who wants to take a second to talk to y'all hey pull out your phones right now and text the word gp crew to the number down below let's get it go do that right now you're gonna get updates about new drops events and so much more and don't forget to like comment and subscribe now let me get back behind the camera let's get it i feel that um so the question is like advice for starting entrepreneurs on um, the way they want to be their perceived. business to be perceived. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say first, you really have to get clear on how do I want to be perceived um, and really like write that out, like make it very clear. If you want to be perceived as a luxury brand, what does that mean? Like know clearly what is exactly does mm-hmm. that mean? So, and you want to get into the details of everything, pricing, uh, colors you use, the type of photo shoots you do. How often are you posting content with your phone versus how often are you posting content with an actual camera? Like all of those things go into perception. And so I feel like once you figure those things out, you should be able to look at that whole entire list as this is my goal. This is what I'm working towards. This yeah. is If this is how I want to be perceived and then compare that to where you are now. So based off of how I want to be perceived, 
what does my brand look like? I wanted to be perceived as a luxury brand at one point when I was doing like prom dresses, Mm -hmm. but I'm posting pictures in the corner of my little your room a makeshift sewing studio is a mm. dining room i turned into a sewing studio <laughs> i got fabric all on the floor it looked a mess it looked like she's a girl that's just making dresses in her house which isn't bad but at least make it look like it's still mm. luxury exactly. like don't have fabric everywhere pins all on the floor while you taking this picture like make it look nice make it look presentable it, um and even like uh, another good thing to do is compare yourself to the brands that you look up to. Mm-hmm. If these people are perceived as a luxury brand, what are you not doing compared to what they're doing? Right. What are you not doing in order to and what are you not doing? And think about okay, what do I need to do in order to start being perceived this way? Like, um, I think we've talked about it before, but your competition shouldn't be the person like next to you, you know, like your competition shouldn't be like, oh, I know another fashion designer. That's my competition. Your competition, if I'm trying to be the next, or if I'm trying to be as big as Gucci, bigger than Gucci, my competition is Gucci. So what are they doing that I'm not doing? And that's what I need to work on. That's real. That's good. That's really good advice. I was going to say that too. I would say the first step is knowing how do you want your brand to be perceived? Mm -hmm. Me? I don't have a luxury brand, nor do I want to have one. Mm -hmm. So I don't more so care about like commuting, communicating my brand in a luxury way. Yeah. Right. Because everything you do, everything you post, the way you wear your brand is communicating the type of brand you have. So for me, my photo shoots, I have a streetwear vibe to my brand. I have a streetwear brand. That's how I want my brand to be perceived as, right? Mm -hmm. A Christian streetwear brand. So me communicating that is when I get my models, they're going to wear their hats to the side. They're going to wear cargoes. They're going to wear the shirts. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the wise label shirt, but it might be baggy on them. Like, that's the brand of perceiving a streetwear brand. Might be outside. I might give street uh, nightlife vibes with the view, the Atlanta view. You know what I'm saying? So knowing how do you want your brand to be perceived and then communicating that through your content. Um, What do you post? And then go as deep as what type of brand do you have? Okay, if you have a, a mental health matters type of brand, everything you post is going to communicate that you want your brand to be perceived as the brand that you go to when you want to uh, rep mental health. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to have a brand that is Black Lives Matter, you want your brand to be perceived as that. When you're posting or anytime somebody sees it, it should say some type of Black Lives Matter. It should say something that's like, oh, that's what that brand stands for. Because that's really all perception is, is what does your yeah. brand stand for? What is in alignment to your brand? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And when I, when I see that, what is in alignment to your brand, um, I see as graphic designers, a lot of graphic designers, some of them are not even the best of the best but they have an ecosystem built around their brand. For example, there may be one female designer who she has a whole community of just women who love her work. It's not even the best, but she has built that brand. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> why is my voice cracking? So that's why you build a community around those people. You build a community around people who you want them to look like. When I think of Milan, she has... A lot of her female client, women clients, they look 
kind of like her. They dress like her. They talk right. like her. They feel like her. Their energy is like her. Mm. And so I realized with graphics, if I want people to take it seriously, everyone shouldn't have access to you. Before, I used to take on project after project. But sometimes I watch the future and they turned me down before trying to get into a mastermind just because you have to have certain standards that is met within their brand. And so that's what the point that I'm getting to is how do I weed out the people who aren't in alignment or I don't see as a client of royalty made it. Mm -hmm. When I look at certain clients, the whole inconsistent habit of coming and coming and disappearing over and over again from content that's not the kind of content creator that I want to work with. The perception I want to have is content creators who live off of content. So with that being said, I need to now align myself with content creators like that. Are they doing a podcast? Are they creating vlogs? Are they creating entertainment videos? Are they doing challenges? And so my clients now that I see, they do challenges, they do vlogs, they do creative stuff. They don't just do what everyone else is doing. Um, and so, yeah, so... Really, the end point is build a community around your brand that you see for yourself and mm -hmm. not what just everybody. Somebody can think my graphics are good, but are you good for the brand? Do you align with the brand? You can't say exactly. you work with Royalty Made It if you don't align with the brand, because now I'm noticing that that you have to get clear on making sure that everything is in alignment with each other. Um, I'm trying to think of certain brands like I'll go to you. How Gucci like has you can't nobody can just walk into Gucci and just buy some. It's mm -hmm. going to take a certain amount of bread in your pockets for you yes. to be able yeah. to buy something. And it actually you it's it's almost like Gucci is exclusive if you don't got yeah, the funds. It is. It's, yeah. it's an exclusive brand. That's what it's meant to be. For, for sure. sure. Like you can't just go in there and they're just going to you could just buy something for twenty five dollars. You can't just go. <laughs> bro, the future turned me down. I was sick. I was yeah. hurt. And so that junk really. I was like, dang, I got to become a high level designer in order to get into this room because mm -hmm. I don't match right now. But then also they have that mm -hmm. standard because they provide that experience. Mm. When you go on Gucci, yeah, you you may have to be on a wait list and stuff, but when you you're not just an average customer either. Yeah. When you come in, they'll go they're going to give you water. Right. They're going to give you make sure you're good. Like it's a different type of experience and you just walk in the thrift store and nobody walk up to you. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a difference. Sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Even what I noticed about just like the future and stuff like they push the needle for you to charge what it's worth. Yeah. And also as a designer and stuff, you can't just for what originally what I was doing, I was just accepting if you want a flyer here, you could get it for this price. Mm -hmm. But now I learned the way that the future does their business. They ask questions. They ask the client so many questions to the point. Now the client knows this is exactly what I'm paying for. I'm yeah. not just paying for the design to look good. I'm not just paying for the design to be completed. I'm paying for the design to have strategic strategy into it. Why are the colors these way? That's what you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Why are the colors these way? Why is the text this way? Exactly. Why are we promoting it on this day? Why does this, the, the design font. look like that? The font looks like that. And so that's what I realized. You just have to really be strategic in who are you talking to in your community. And to build that community, I feel like that's... And I know not every brand owner really care not nah, i won't say really cares but most people build brands because they like to build brands right yeah. but that's why i'm such like a 
advocate for being a representation of your brand, being a representation of what you own. Like, for instance, all of us like that. We walked into that room and that lady said, I could tell y'all do what y'all do. Like y'all look like y'all align when you building your audience. It won't be such a hassle for you to build an audience of the type of community you want to have. Because you're a representation of that. You're going to attract that because that's what you are. Jada in her Jael jeans and, you know, you having a luxury brand. You've been doing this. It's who you are. So those videos going viral, that didn't take a lot. Literally, you did a video on the fly, posted it, and it went viral. It's because that's aligned with who you are. You didn't have to do the most. Mm-hmm. You literally did it in the in the living room, dining room. Yeah. And it went up. Yeah. Me. I don't sit in stress about what I'm going to say on my words, words for wise videos. Or if I'm just, if I don't even do those, sometimes I just talk in some videos. My YouTube videos aren't even planned out. I don't do that most for that, but cause it's who I am. Yeah. My clothing brand, bro, literally I used to get my designs like this. Just read the Bible and I would get a design. That's how, because it's who it's aligned with who I am. Trey, yeah. literally if somebody's in the video, you can speak pinpoint little stuff you should do it like this edit the clip a little bit more, bit more like this time. you could point yeah. out a design you could tell they didn't work on it hard enough because it's aligned with who you yeah. are even with to for your birthday when i was like oh maybe you should put your head right here like yeah in the edit. and you were like maybe that's more for your brand mm-hmm. and it's because like we live we, in our actual brands we live in what we do exactly. and that's why i like I don't think you necessarily have to be passionate, but you have to think strategically as a business person. If you are in a field, you have to know what are the metrics of this field? What are the do's and don'ts? What are the things that grow a business? What are the things that stop a business that goes into mm-hmm. studying the craft that goes into you might have to you might have to work with your competitors. You might have to send somebody over there to go and get the experience. When right. I go into Whataburger, Jada put me onto that. That burger be good. Yeah. <laughs> that burger be slapping. Go to Whataburger. So, <laughs> get the chicken sandwich. Honey barbecue. Take off the honey barbecue and put honey butter. Take off Not the whole rundown. Hold on. And get an extra side of honey butter. <laughs> Don't forget that. Oh I put you on. Like, one thing I learned from them is their business is kind of dope. They almost up there with Chick-fil-A. Their lines be just as long yeah, as Chick-fil-A. For sure. And when I looked, I was like, yo, they got a fire system. I seen mm-hmm. that if you just get in a sandwich, it say I like heart. If you get in a meal, it says, um, I forget exactly what it says, but basically a meal. You mm-hmm. get the whole package of everything. Yeah. And so that's what I learned about when producing a product how is your system set up how is your how is everything set up you really got to pay attention to because perception is everything you don't want nobody to go back and say oh you're missing this you're missing that and our businesses are still growing so there may be some people who say you are missing this you are missing that but once you get so in depth with your business and you know little by little what's the metrics of this what happens when for example your brand what happens when i drop something that says god do, people may ask what god are you talking about but right. you make it clear in your brand i'm talking about jesus exactly. christ and my brand people may want to see oh how can i be do, you know how many people ask me on a day can you edit my reels can you do this and i i kind of got to turn it down because mm-hmm. i just know you're not going to be consistent i know you're right. not looking at it as being a brand you're looking to do this for fun i'm looking to work mm-hmm. with content creators that's able to monetize off of it jada you're not going to just have somebody in your pants and they're sitting in walmart <laughs> like yeah. the 
aesthetic that they're going to give, they're going to be going to the Grammys. They're going to be going to, you know, BT Awards, award shows, all of that stuff. They're not going to just be sitting around doing anything. But mm-hmm. that's perception. Yeah. And I'll say, oh, I actually wanted to go back to, I guess, personal perception versus your brand perception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, um, it's been like a good couple of years not matching my brand perception at all. Mm-hmm. Like back when my confidence was like below the ground and I really did like not care about myself at all. Yeah. Care about how I carry myself. I would show up to my clients looking crazy. But I got this beautiful mm. dress for you. But I feel like But I'm looking crazy. In that season because you you've I you show pictures of you younger still putting it on though. Yes. So it's is. still in you. You may have had that season, but it's still in you though. Yes, it was still in me, but because I was going through it, I'm not showing up like how people expect. Mm-hmm. And that matters. Like looking back on that, I be like, dang. You're showing up to a freaking client's fitting with a hoodie with a stain on it and your freaking ugly head wrap. Like, right. It's like, come on. It's if you're thinking like long of longevity, mm-hmm. if you're thinking Gucci, when people are doing these big fittings with celebrities and things like that, they are not they showing up looking crazy. That's real. Yeah. And so I get that sometimes you could go through things like I was going through things. So that's why I was like that. But it's important to not stay like that too long, especially mm-hmm. depending on like what you do or, you know, mm-hmm. like um, and even when you think about uh, this also goes along with, I guess, like uh, personal perception versus like brand perception, too. But your character as well. So say if. Okay, like consistency. It's almost like your brand has its own character, right? Mm -hmm. So if you show up every day on Instagram, people view your brand as consistent. If you, regardless if you're a consistent person or not, if you only show up on Instagram to post once or twice a week or once a month or once every other week, people do not view your brand as a brand that it is consistent. You Mm -hmm. know, so that's, also determining oh how are people viewing your brand so even that think about like what are the values and like character traits that i want people to associate with my brand Mm -hmm. do i want them if you want people to associate uh like honesty or like good service good customer service um all these different things if you want people to associate that with your brand then what are you doing to get them to Mm -hmm. see your brand in that way like it i really feel like it's so much that that goes into it and even uh i think it's actually even more important for people who like if your personal brand is your brand like you make money off of your face like off of you then that is also important as well like the 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 perception of you is extremely important so if you got some tweets from 2015 don't handle them exactly and yeah, you just don't tweet them at all <laughs> i mean if you was a kid if old, like if yeah. you was a teenager tweeting some crazy stuff mm-hmm. then go and delete that because that's uh, even though it's like your past mm-hmm. people are gonna be like oh this well, you exactly yeah, exactly sure. even i was watching this interview with angie martinez and janet jackson and she was asking her do does she have her hands in what goes out 
in the media of Janet Jackson, how she looks, her pictures, and all of that stuff. And so what I realized was Janet Jackson was saying that she has has her hands at everything. And this was during her prime time, I think, where um, it was roughly in the, the late 90s or it's early 2000s. Yeah. But she was saying that she has her hand at everything from the music videos, the pictures that goes out, all of that stuff. Because when you think of somebody, you kind of... What, what we're saying is like building a formula. What's the formula of your business that makes it work? Mm-hmm. And how do people remember you, your name, image, and likeness mm-hmm. during that time, your NIL? Um, and so how do people remember you? What do they know about you that's uniquely defined for you? You could be a music artist. What sound do they know they're going to receive when they're listening to your music? You have a clothing brand. What do they know to be true about your clothing brand that's going to align with their morals, what they what they align with, exactly. how they live, all of that stuff. Graphics, they need to find. I hear people all the time. They say like they need a graphic designer that they know they can trust to do present the idea that's in their mind. Because sometimes clients don't really know how to explain exactly what it is that they want. But if they give me a few ideas of what it is, I can kind of put something together so that way we can start have a starting point. Whereas other designers, they need to just have you send a PSD file or send something that somebody else did so that way they can do it mm. and not knowing how to do things from ground up. I remember for a podcast, somebody had asked me, their their designer wasn't sending the thumbnail uh, pictures and they were coming back blurry. So what I just did was I just mimicked the design <laughs> and I made it for them. And they were like shocked that I was able to, I didn't need any of the files, but I was able to recreate exactly what was created. Now, may that, would that be, um, what is the, the word Integrity called? Integrity or no? Integrity. What word are you looking for? I'm like copying. It's, a, it's something to do with copywriting. Mimicking? Like forward, forward. Oh, uh, f- uh, <laughs> I was about to say. Forge, Zell? No, well. Uh, I was about to say the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm crying. But yeah. I was about to say foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Jada. Your mind what are you is always thinking about? on the wrong side. <laughs> but, or, yes. Um, that can be foraging somebody's work. That's the right words, though? No, I don't think that's it. We get what you're saying. Yeah. Y'all get what I'm saying. That can be like duplicating somebody's work and that can go into oh, plagiarism. Yeah, plagiarism. Yeah. That's the word. <laughs> that can be plagiarizing somebody else's work, but you have to be able to be inspired and pull stuff. It, it should be no reason that I've had people ask me, oh, this one designer asked, can they use your file? And I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> you should know how to do that. That mm-hmm. That's just something that you should know how to do as a designer. If you know how to open up Photoshop and you claim you're a designer, you should at least be able to mimic something i've i've been doing that since the beginning of the time like being able to pull something and get inspired from it and like know like oh this is what element they use this is what font they use and i can picture like all of that like i remember um for a thumbnail somebody was asking me the font and it was like monstrant or whatever it's called and yeah i just i was able to tell and they were like oh this is the exact font and i was yeah. like i know because <laughs> i know that do. part like mm-hmm. this is what i do so it's like just knowing your your role and being an expert in it. I agree. Um, I guess to kind of wrap my points up, mm-hmm. I kind of do want to touch on real quick. Like if you have a clothing brand, 
like Jada was saying, know your values. What what does your brand stand for, right? So if you want to be, also I want to say this real quick before I say the other point. I was going to say, like, you know how you were saying, Jada, you having your values, right? <laughs> having your values, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, like, there's some clothing brands out here that, like, there are some clothing brands out here that have that have the perception of being low integrity. If you go on their website, it's, um, you know, it's, no, I'll say if you go on their Instagram, go through their comments, it's, where's my order at? Or, you know, go on TikTok, it's people saying, don't shop from this brand. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't have good com- uh, customer service. If order it in the comments, that I means you're not Girl, even responding to emails. Listen, because that, listen, that's 99% of the clothing brand industry. Yeah, it's true. Like, they, low, in- low integrity, like, you get up there but then it's like can you handle once you're up there you can't handle all the orders and you know not speaking from like oh i know everything because i'm still learning but just knowing that people want to know so a part of my brand i want to be a brand that's high integrity so i'm gonna be in them comments responding if i do get them Mm -hmm. or i'm going to be making videos hey you know we're backed up on orders i'm going to communicate that because i want my brand to be seen as high integrity also, I want my brand to be seen as a clean brand. When you go to my website, it's not going to be choppy looking. It's not going to be slow. The colors aren't going to be everywhere. I'm not going to have blue, green, orange, and purple. Like, that's something that really gets me upset when I get on some people's websites. Because it's like you have two different fonts, five colors. <laughs> you got a watermark on your <laughs> on the pictures on your website. So really cleaning up all of that stuff because that stuff matters. Yeah. Your brand is going to be seen as a local brand if somebody goes on your website and it's just everywhere. Like, have some type of unity going on on your website, in your content. The cap cut watermark shouldn't be at the end of the video. Cut that out. You know what I'm saying? It's little stuff like that that just shows that you took the extra step in making sure that your stuff, your art is perceived as a high level, you know, high a high brand mm-hmm. you may not be uh you not may not be luxury but you want to be a high quality brand yeah so yeah yeah for sure well yeah y'all so <laughs> that is the end of this episode but we're about to get into our last segment or whatever make it make sense i don't know why just my brain went blank make it make sense where we give young advice to it that it uh, what we give young advice to adults? Young advice. advice. <laughs> what we give advice? I say nothing because I don't know it. To young adults growing through <laughs> we, life. We give advice. I feel like I chopped it up to earlier too. I'm not gonna lie. There we go. Growing through life. Yes. Period. So it's make it make sense. Where we give you? Where we give advice <laughs> to young Young advice. advice to young adults through, that's too wordy we if you want some young it. advice come to growing hot, yes. no make it make sense <laughs> make it make sense when we give advice to young adults growing through life and we give young advice the way got it I'm crying so Jada got a question um which one y'all wanna do just pick one oh you one. know which one I wanna do let's do the other one that she don't wanna do I already said which one I wanted to okay, do. But the one you don't want to do? The one I do want to do. I don't want to do the one I don't want to do. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, let's do the one she do want to do. Okay, so someone <laughs> asked... Let me pull it up. I think it was like, how do you grow your followers on Yo, Instagram? while Jada is looking at us, we are literally live on Instagram right now. You wouldn't know if you're not following. Exactly. Growing okay, pains. what's the question? 
or I'm going to our group message or whatever. Come on, you make sure y'all tap into our live. Yeah, we're actually on live. We got uh, we got 600 million people in there. Okay, okay, million. okay, okay, okay. Oh my fault. So, how do I grow my following on Instagram? Oh, that actually aligns. Now that I think about it, that aligns really well with what we're already talking about. The other question I lied to. Yeah. No, I didn't. It's literally nothing we talked about. <laughs> 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 okay. How to grow. Oh, this is my language. How to grow a community. I like own. saying community. I say. <laughs> you said what? I said biome. Bi- I'm playing. I'm joking. I have a whole we bunch don't of bots. Buy followers over here. Oh, well, actually, can we start on the opposite end of this? On the. Bad way to grow followers, buying followers. Yeah, let's do it. Well, not buying them, but I think what we did was a bad way to grow followers. What? I feel like we have a lot of dead followers because we did all that oh, repurposed yeah. content. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not dead for real, okay? Unalive. <laughs> Y'all not dead for real. Y'all know what we mean. Yeah. So knowing Sweet followers, unactive followers, knowing. Yeah, because we were posting the wrong type of content. So if y'all don't know, we on our Instagram page, we used to do like a trendy videos that were doing good. Like we would find on TikTok and Instagram, just repost them. They were doing good. Like a video got like a million plus so views. Like two million, yeah, two million, million views. Yeah. We got followers from it, but they don't support the podcast. At all. So, they just are waiting for more funny content like that. Exactly. So if you want to grow an audience, be very intentional on what you're posting. Exactly. Because they're going to want more from that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to go viral for the wrong thing. Exactly. Start getting a bunch of followers from the wrong thing. Because then that's what they're going to expect you to keep up. So that is the bad way yeah. to get a lot of followers. And that actually reminds me of that one time Trey was going to do like a, you were going to do a skit or something on your, on your uh, Instagram. Oh, oh, I yeah. forgot. It was a Jamaican thing or no, something. No, he was going to do. Oh, yeah. And then remember you were like, Trey, I don't want to do that because I know people are going to want more of that from me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out what y'all It's like, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but the Keith Lee thing, it was funny of me holding my hands like this and doing the talking like this. But the only thing is, would your page have actually grown had you kept doing that? If I would have kept talking like Keith Lee and talking fast and doing the quick edits like that, would it have worked? And if it did, they're going to want... They're only going to want that from yeah. you. Exactly. And I've actually made that mistake with YouTube where, well, I won't say it was a mistake. I could have actually leveraged off of it. But the wave check video that I had, it gained over like a million views in a month or something. Yeah. And basically, right. I did a part two, then that gained 100K views. And so people started wanting only wave checks on my channel. And I could have leveraged that because it wasn't a bad thing for me to do that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how uh, No Love Mar does the whole 20 men or 20 women mm-hmm. versus such and such. Yeah. And, you know, you see how he does made it into a series. Mm-hmm. I could have did that with the wave check. But it just depends on what direction you want to go. And before you create some content that you know has the potential to go viral, because we knew repurposing the content was going to yeah. get followers. But mm-hmm. before you do that, just make sure that you pay attention on what you're doing so that way you if you know it's gonna blow up you know whether or not is this something that i really want to proceed with moving forward and if it's not then just find another way that's authentic to you that's real i read one time in a book win hearts not eyeballs 
So we want eyeballs to the, that content, not hearts. Yeah. So yeah. we want yeah. some of y'all hearts. Remember when some we used to do shout out for shout out to get followers? Yeah. Don't say that, like that worked. As if we were doing that for the podcast. We said that right after. No, I'm talking. Okay, clearly we never did shout out. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Back in the day, back in the day, on our personal pages, we used to do shout out for shout out. Isn't that crazy? Posting all these people. On your Instagram, well, I don't know who we is. Post them on my story. You ain't getting on the page. Yeah, I ain't do that. <laughs> I never posted you on my page. You was not to the page. I probably posted page. a couple people on my page. Shout out for shout out. That was you. Like, um, all right. Next tip, I would say it's really the cliche cliche stuff that be working, but being consistent. Listen, it's the cliche stuff that works. Definitely. Being consistent. Your keep your content. Well, I'll say have the mindset that your content is a TV show somebody mm, watches. Yeah. So when you stop posting, somebody's just gonna go to the next show. Social media moves fast. There's always somebody else that somebody could watch in the same niche as you. So knowing that, you know, consistently consistently show up for your for your community. Yeah. What y'all got? So consistently show up for your community. Grow. Your brand be intentional, yeah, and be intentional mm-hmm. about it. And what's the third one that we could give people about mm. growing your followers? I would say, um, um, yeah, 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 collabs work. I was gonna say, uh, something that I like to do to okay, so you know, your the your for your post to get through the algorithm, it has to have some type of engagement. So likes, people rewatching the videos multiple times, people commenting, people sharing. So being intentional when you post, right? Because we said intentional in the type of content, but also the way you're structuring your content. Mm-hmm. So when you post, do you want this to get a lot of shares, likes, comments, views? If you want it to get a lot of views, you may not want the video to be three minutes long because people aren't going to watch it over and over. People have low attention spans. Also being intentional saying comment this comment this comment this because then when you say comment this people are going to start commenting instagram instagram or tiktok going to say oh people like this video people are commenting and they're going to push more likes you may want to say like this video if you want me to post more or like this video if you like this type of content so stuff like that being intentional with the different ways that um produces more engagement on your content for sure Oh, my bad. Can I go? <laughs> okay, so the one the one point I'm sorry. The one point that I had was be intentional about the the way each platform and the algorithm yes. consists on there. The reason I say that is because this hook from DDG, the same way he would promote on YouTube is not the same way he promotes mm-hmm. on Snapchat. What I learned about Snapchat, he goes about his whole day. Okay, I'm going to just put in the forms of just being a content creator. On Snapchat, you can go about your whole day, and this is once you're monetized on Snapchat. You go about your whole day not posting content. It's at nighttime when you post all of your content, and when you post all of your content on Snapchat, you're not just posting and leaving a thumbnail to be whatever. You got to post the most engaging thing. So how, for example, when you saw Queen of Clarence and you saw her stomach, you were like, oh, is Queen pregnant? Mm-hmm. I was like, no. But you had to go through the whole Click thing, it. the mm-hmm. whole Snapchat in order to see it. For me, what I learned on Instagram, the first story post that I make for the day should be the most engaging. So that way people want to be intrigued to watch whatever is coming next. And that's what I've learned to do to be engaging on my story 
for the times that I'm not posting on my Instagram feed. So I get a lot of engagement on my story. I think um, I was telling Jada yesterday that my story had got like 800 views and then today it's at a thousand. Mm -hmm. And that's been like really working for me, just being intentional about the content that I post, the first story that I post. Is it just a black screen or is it something that showing what I'm doing for right. my business and things like that? Mm -hmm. um, same thing for TikTok, the hooks in your videos, what's pulling people or engaging people the first few seconds of the video you if you're doing a public interview you don't need to necessarily say hey what's your name the cut person says out. their name just cut it out so that way it gets straight to the question if the question is intriguing add that part or add the part of what the person says as the hook in the very beginning and that's how you go about getting people's attention because people have low attention spans so oh can i add to that real quick please <laughs> okay 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 like, <laughs> well, because it pertains to what he was. Well, you gotta wait. Okay, you can say. It. Okay, real quick. Just want to say real quick. Also, know that TikTok content is good for like personalities, real organic content. Like you could post a video on TikTok with your bonnet on or do rag on or you in pajamas. Like that's the type of stuff they want to see. Real relatable stuff. Instagram is good for the aesthetics. So if you're doing an aesthetic vlog, day in the life, you may want to post. It does well on TikTok too. But like Trey said, playing with the algorithms, post that on Instagram. I just want to say that real quick. <laughs> I feel like you wanted to say more, but you like, let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead, get so, your point out, beloved. Okay, so from like a business perspective, I'll say um, I had set up my mini chat to like send people this link. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, and... I, so it, it had it automatically set up a mini chat like well anybody who you send this link like it had it set up for they have to follow me mm -hmm. to get the link and I made a post I'm really not thinking much of this post but I made a post it ends up getting like 36,000 likes all these people are commenting to get the link and it's like oh well they have to follow me so I got like at least, uh, well, almost, probably, for, I know from comments alone, I got dang near, like, let's say 800 followers. Mm -hmm. And then there was also people who just liked the video who were following. But those people stayed following because, like, oh, my gosh, I love this one video I saw so much. They didn't have a problem following me. Like, well, one, they wanted the link. But also, they didn't have a problem following me because they loved the content that they just saw. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Like that literally had just gave me like a whole bunch of followers unexpectedly. And so I would say that's like another, I guess, unconventional way. It's like 
mini chat, but don't do it for random stuff. Like it, it was intentional, intentional what I did. So if you have some something intentional, oh, so actually, I did this before. I saw this girl do something about like it was like an old lady. It was like how to make your house even cleaner. And I was like, hmm, I want to know how to make my house even cleaner. And so then you comment and then you get the link for it and you have to follow her. But I didn't mind following her because I just knew she was going to post like more, more stuff. stuff that I was she interested in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you have something, if you're a business owner, say um, you have like a product you're about to launch or like a ebook or something like that. And you, you want to use like mini chat in that way to uh, get like uh what's the word get people coming in because of that lead magnet that also could bring you followers as well that's real and my last point (laughs) (laughs) i want to say real quick is like the importance of being consistent and also being intentional with your consistency is because it makes your your page sticky right so there's been so many times where i would go on like a viral piece of content right be like oh this is so funny where this is interesting Go on her page and I see nothing else that is aligned with that video that went viral. I won't follow them. Had they have posted more content that aligned with what they went viral for, I would have followed them. That's why it's important on being intentional what you post because it could scare away potential followers because you're posting how your Wednesday went when you're known for being you're known for um, your organization skills. But you're posting something random like food you had on Wednesday. I'm not going to follow you because I see you're everywhere with your content. And that's how people think. That's really how people think. So be consistent on intentional content. It's going to make your page sticky, meaning, oh, yeah, this person knows a lot about this. Or this person is really funny because, I, you know, make your page be something that's binge worthy that people just want to scroll through like all your content. Yeah. Build a portfolio. Yeah. Of your, your work. You don't want nobody just seeing that one video. Then they look on the rest of your page. It's something. nothing else. Yeah. So. That was a great episode. This was a great episode. Make sure y'all comment down below. Marketing, strategy, content. Perception. The devil hand emoji? That is a devil hand. This means Houston. Well, Houston hand is is a devil hand. hand. Do you know that or are you just saying that? I know it. I don't know if you know that because if you Google it, it says it. Exactly. You I'm just telling I you love what you. I This is a sign language for I love you. Okay. I L Y. <sighs> okay, comment that in comment perception. <laughs> comment perception in the comments. Let us know what you think. We got some stuff coming up. You know, we finna put these two on a blind oh, date. I know the devil head now. Yeah. It's different a little bit. But I know what you're talking about. Trey don't care. He doing it. I didn't. Don't say that. I don't <laughs> he literally care. just did it. No, I did it. I but just looked like that. Face, so this, when it's <laughs> face towards you, is Houston. But then if you flip it the other way, that's the devil. And then also your fingers have to. Exactly. My fingers. Tip. I'm doing the Spider-Man. But not. Not when it's touching. <laughs> not when it's I'm touching. listening. Not when it's touching down here. But when your tips are touching. Yeah, that exactly. Is, Nobody was doing devil. this. You didn't even know that. Talking about something exactly. I don't praise the devil. Yeah, I, yeah, we rebuked that. Anyways, we putting these two on a blind date soon. So all three of us. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. 
We finna put Yanni on a blind date with a big man. Who y'all think is gonna marry their <laughs> blind date person? All three of us. Yanni. Yeah, all three of us. We're all gonna be married. Gonna find my wife. Yeah. All right. Let them know where they can find you. Don't let them know too much because your husband on the way. Sure, you get on my nerves, bro. Okay. Well, first, follow the podcast, the Growing Pains Pod on Instagram, so y'all can tap into these lives when we go live. Also, follow us on TikTok at Growing Pains Podcast. Stream on Spotify and Apple, and y'all can follow me, Yanni Bratcher, my clothing brand, Wise Label. Yeah, and you can follow me at Roy Travion. My creative agency is Roy T Media. You could get the dopest graphics over there. Top tier. Don't play. Yeah. And my name is Jada. And y'all can follow <laughs> me at I am Jada Ellis. Don't forget the Y. And Jael Official. J-A-E-L-L Official. Get them Jael jeans exactly. right now. Yeah, let's get it. Comment perception below. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.